What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Daryl Wallace, and you listen to my podcast, Balling on Films. This is the podcast where I talk about basketball movies. So we're going to start off today's topic with uh, why the Golden State Warriors so good right now. Well, the answer is easy. Um, they always been good uh, for the longest time now. And uh, the reason why is because the whole team knows how to move without the basketball. You know, they don't just stay in one spot. Somebody's always cutting, slashing, diving to the rim, throwing the alley-oop. You know, when they don't have the ball in their hands, prime example, they do it a lot with Sean Livingston and, uh, and Andre Iguodala, especially Sean Livingston. Um, say, for instance, take scenario. Curry may have the ball at the top of the key. Um, you might give the Draymond Green. Draymond Green drives. Uh, and as he's driving, Sean Livingston's already cutting. And Green just dishes the Sean Livingston just like that. You know, or it could be an extra pass thrown in there where Curry drives and gives it to Green. Green drives and gives it to, um, say, Looney. Looney gives it to Sean Livingston, you know, or any other scenario like that, you know, where it's like an extra pass in there. Um, yeah, they're that good. And, um, Another reason why I feel like that they're so good, Steve Kerr plays everybody on his bench. I don't know why. I just don't understand for the life of me why people, like, well, not people, but when, like, teams have um, a loaded, a loaded bench and, um, but you only play seven or seven or eight players, but you got a total of maybe 15 people. I feel like at some point you should let everybody on the team play. Even if it's nothing but uh, 45 seconds or something, let them get a feel or at least, you know what I'm saying, or a minute. Let them get a feel for a game time situation, you know. Yeah, they say, well, you know, we're supposed to stay ready, yeah, and da 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 whatever. But how about those how about those games when when uh you know you got low the bench and you already up thirty points and uh it's only like five minutes left to go in the game. You know, you bring in the same regular guys, whatever. Now, you got some teams out there, I'm not talking to them, that do bring in um, uh, their reserves. But you got other teams that just keep the same players in rotation, you know? And then expect them to be performing at their best if they happen to make the playoffs when playoff time come around. I just don't understand for life of me why nobody don't take a page out of Greg Popovich's book. But only per, the only other coach that plays everybody is Steve Kerr, in my opinion. Uh, quote me if I'm wrong, you know. Put it in the comments below. There ain't no wrongs. Hey, you know, it's another team out there too. But as far as what I can see, Steve Kerr plays this entire bench. Everybody plays. Got nobody sitting on the sideline, which they can play. Whatever. Uh, the situation with... McCall, that's that's something totally different. Uh, 
probably he just wanted to go somewhere else where he can get more playing time than what he was already getting or you know, getting more money. He didn't want to be a bag up behind Curry, man. You know, no more. And, uh, so uh, I believe that's what this whole situation boils down to. But uh, truth of the matter is, yeah, but back to the topic, yeah, that's another reason why Golden State is that good. Uh, Steve Kerr plays everybody. You know, and then on top, you know, they just, on top of that, they they unselfish. You know, the Golden State Warriors average 29 assists per game. You know, if that being said, that's self-explanatory. I mean, what other team, you know, averages 29 assists per game? Everybody's moving, everybody's slashing, everybody's making an extra pass. Everybody don't care if they shoot or don't shoot. They don't care, you know. That's just unselfish basketball. And also, uh, I feel like since the Marcus Cousins came, um, they added some extra firepower because he can also shoot threes, but he's also a playmaker. You know, um, he's good giving a he good um, giving the ball uh, to to somebody slashes off the top of the key. He's good at making that extra pass, and he can knock down the three point shot at the top of the key. Um, he gives that team that extra edge they need besides Draymond Green, and they got a little more size now. So, yeah, it's uh, it's still a little slow, like far as speed wise, but you know he hasn't played a long time, and he's still probably favoring that Achilles. So I'm quite sure it'll take some time, but he's a hell of an improvement to that team, and that's another reason why they're playing so well. So. With that being said, that, uh, those are my opinions on what I feel like uh, what makes a Golden State Warriors uh, play so good. And next up, uh, I want to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans and the and, uh, Anthony Davis situation. I said in some podcasts a while back, a couple of uh, segments a while back about Anthony Davis, you know. But uh, I'll reiterate on that as far as uh, Anthony Davis needs to get the hell out of New Orleans, right? Everybody knows it. And now he's requesting a trade, you know. Everybody watching basketball pretty much see how Anthony Davis performs. And everybody knows that hey, he needs to get out of here. Um, uh, my thing is, I know you got those diehard New Orleans Pelican fans, but like, oh, he should stay and this, that, and the other, stay and build a legacy, and this, that, and the And look, at some point, the money is more than about the money. You know, the real ball players, it's more than about the money. You want to win the championship. Do you stay there trying to keep continuing to see what type of help they're going to put around him? Well, just say if I was Anthony Davis. You stay there until you see what type of help they're going to try to put around him. Or do you just try to take your chance as well where a team is already pretty much complete? All they need is a, is a guy like me, you know? So, you know... If I was Anthony Davis, I'd be like, hey, you know, it's time to roll. 
And that's what he's doing. You know, he's like, hey, I want to go to a a team that can compete for a championship. You know, try to put somebody around him, and then it's not the right fit. Now you're right back square one. On top of him steady getting older, you know, right now he's young. But I mean, well, how long is it going to take? You know, look at Kevin Garnett, for example. Kevin Garnett, play, Kevin Garnett played his ass off when he was in Minnesota. A long time. And uh, throughout his whole career there, uh, he had to come grips, okay, this, he just couldn't do it no more. He just can't, you know? He had to make some changes. That's what Anthony Davis was doing. He's doing at a much faster pace. Uh, he realizes that, okay, this is not it. It's time to move on. It's time, it's time to start a new chapter in his life. So, Congrats to you, Anthony Davis. Uh, I'm quite sure the phone will be ringing off the hook. Uh, sources say that he's linked to Boston because he's cool with Kyrie Irving. Um, other sources say that he doesn't want to go to Boston. He may want to go to L.A. L.A. may want to give up Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma and uh, somebody else in the first round pick. But the people that they want to give up may change in the coming days, so that's up in the air right now. But nobody really knows where he's going yet. He got hunches, but nobody really knows yet. So me personally, um, I think I, I think he's going to mm, I actually thought he was going to L.A. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Boston. I actually thought he was going to Boston. I actually think Boston would be a better fit for him. Um, uh, going to L.A. Um, I don't know. Me and him, LeBron. I mean, it could work. I don't know. But it has to be more than just them two. You know, has to be more than just LeBron. I know Rondo is there. I don't know. I just feel like they don't have a complete team yet. LeBron is only one person. You know, Anthony Davis there. Yeah, they they be more better, but I don't, I don't know. Kind of up in the air on that. I don't know. We have to wait and see. Um. But if the Lakers uh, and the New Orleans trade talk do pick up, Lonzo Ball camp prefers Ball to be moved to a third team that doesn't have an established point guard in that position. So that's another big factor. So it just all depends. It just depends on how this whole scenario plays out. That's all I have for the basketball portion. And I'll be back momentarily with the movies. Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm back. This is Daryl Wallace, and you listen to Ballin' on Films. This is the podcast where I talk about basketball and movies. And now we're on the movie 
topics. Um, we're going to start off with the Black Panther cast winning the SAG Awards. So shout out to Black Panther cast winning the SAG Awards. They won it for uh, best cast in the motion picture. I want to just touch on Chadwick Boseman's uh, speech. He gave a powerful speech on the uh, racism in Hollywood. Um, for those who want to see the entire speech, you can go to Mashable.com. That's M-A-S-H-A-B-L-E.com. Um, the whole video is up on speech or on YouTube or Google, whatever you prefer. Um not gonna go too much into it but you pretty much just uh talked about well my highlight i should say he talked about the uh on how the cast was inspired to go to work every day knowing that they can change history and knowing that they're changing history um every second every moment that they're there and uh, knowing that Hollywood would never be the same after that. You know, that was that was big. That was a big speech. Uh, don't want to get too much into it. Not ready, uh, you listeners, to check it out. Mashable.com. Um, you can see the whole speech there. It was a uh, very moving, very inspiring. Um, next up, I want to talk about my picks. Everybody know I'm a big action guy. Uh, I love action movies. So, I got a few that I think you guys should check out. So, the first one is Polar. It's on Netflix right now. Polar is basically an assassin who is basically settling into his retirement, right? When uh, the employer who he used to, well, former employer who used to work for basically, uh, puts a hit out on him and he has to basically come out to retirement to try to fight off the younger faster killers who's trying to stop him who's trying to silence him so if you're looking for a good flick uh, assassin flick somebody that's pretty much trying to get out the game whatever and I guess they probably won't let him some, uh, I'm quite sure that it might be up your alley you know so kind of um uh, Storyline like we probably heard before in other movies, but uh, it's been a while, so hey, it might be worth checking out. And next up, uh, we had a movie uh, called Clothes. Clothes basically is a bodyguard who teaches the persons who she's who teaches the person that she's protecting how to fight back. So that's pretty much this is a different spin on just a person just being a bodyguard and. He, and he or she is just fighting, trying to protect somebody. She has to teach the person how to fight. So that's something different to watch. And for those who didn't watch The Punisher 1, uh, season one, I, I, I believe you might want to check out season one before you go into season two. Or you can just recap it at the start of season two. But Punisher season two is out. And it is phenomenal. Um, I only, I'm only into one episode so far uh, I gotta catch up uh, cause the whole I believe all the, all the episodes out so I got to start by watching that but yeah Punisher 2 is out uh, it's definitely worth watching what I've seen um, in the first episode so definitely check that out 
And next, I have um, a special movie. This is different. It comes out February 8th on Netflix. It's called High Flying Bird, right? So it's a it's a basketball movie, right? It's a basketball movie. It's about an agent and his client uh, who pretty much who um, hatches a bold move, right? They do a bold move and to save both of their careers during an NBA lockout. I don't want to get the movie away. Well, if you want to look at the trailer, you can go to the um, up-and-coming movies on Netflix, and they'll show you, you know. So it's a good plot, you know, an NBA agent and and a client. They try to save their careers during the NBA lockout. Seems like, seems like they're going to take matters into their own hands and maybe, maybe form a league or something. Who knows, you know. But uh, they didn't give too much detail in the trailer. You can just pretty much pick and choose what you see. You know, it's pretty much self-explanatory that it might be that they might maybe start their own league, you know. But uh, it's going to disrupt the powers that be, you know, and they're not going to like it. So it seems pretty good. But the name of the movie, again, is uh, High Flying Bird. So check that out. It comes out February 8th on Netflix. And that's my time. Balling on films. And for all of you that's in Chicago area, you know it's rough out there. Uh, stay warm. Negative 12 on Thursday. I mean, I'm sorry, on Wednesday. Uh, but it comes in Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening. The, the cold front is going to come through. So everybody bundled up. Till then, till next time. Peace and blessings. Peace.